Hello, and welcome to Yoga for the Revolution, a show about self-care in the age of resistance. Today, I want to talk about external focus and internal focus, the meat body, the tootsie pop, and being a nun. I also want to give a nod to Jiva Mukti Yoga and their community. They have a focus this month on Pratyahara, so they really inspired the topic of today's podcast. If you want to check them out, go to jivamuktiyoga.com for more information. Yama, Niyama, Asana, Pranayama, Pratyahara, Dharana, Dhyana, Samadhi. Restraint, observance, seat, breath control, sense withdrawal, concentration, meditation, and ecstasy are the eight limbs of yoga. This from Patanjali's Yoga Sutras, composed somewhere around the 2nd century BC. So what does this mean? We've touched on this once briefly, and it definitely bears repeating. Yoga itself has eight limbs. The yamas, it's integrity or restraint. Niyamas, self-discipline or observances. Asana, physical postures, or a more direct translation is seat. Pranayama, breath work or breath control. Pratyahara, sense withdrawal. Dharana, concentration. Dhyana, meditation or uninterrupted concentration. And samadhi ecstasy or bliss, the last three being kind of stages of meditation. We in the West focus on one of these, the postures, asana, physical, because we love Olivia Newton-John. No, because physicality is something we understand. It's simply a Western principle and value, hard work, visible results, measurable success. The nuances of the mind and energy are not so interesting in the Western tradition. Anything that even looks like that, we call magic or bullshit. And, you know, either discount it altogether or oddly elevate it to a level of like weird celebrity that's a little disturbing. We like to be able to prove things out. If you can't prove it out and see the results, it's not science, then it's pseudoscience. And we don't like a lot of pseudoscience around here. So I'm going to take a step back and explain a little bit more why the focus on postures alone to the exclusion of anything else, I think is troublesome. Here's a little philosophy. I think you're going to be able to grasp it. It's not that complicated. Kosha, K-O-S-H-A, it's often translated as sheath or layer. Think like an onion has layers. And koshas are the layers of the self, covering your true self, your true, true self, which is at the core. Okay, so there's the outside most layer is the physical body. The energy or the breath layer is right underneath that. Kind of your mind stuff, then wisdom, discernment underneath that. And then right at the core is bliss or ecstasy. That's just, you know, the union with the universe. Right at your core is the center of everything is bliss, It's a lovely idea, but it's covered up by all this other stuff. When we think about the American yoga machine, what layer are we mostly working in? We're mostly in the physical body, the stuff we can touch. I think it's important not to confuse all of yoga, all of those eight limbs with just asana. Let's not confuse the physical body with all of who we are because we're not just the body. But I get it, and I fall into this too. Don't get me wrong. The physical is much easier to grasp Even our language around understanding something is based on the physical. We say grasp an idea. We want to hold it in our meaty paws in order to understand its wisdom. 
The physical is easier to focus on, to see, to work on. I get on the mat. I move the meat body around. I feel better. Plus, it looks cool on Instagram. But what's really cool, what's the coolest, is that when you move the meat body around, you also happen to be moving the breath and the energy and the mind. Because those three are connected. That's just the way that is. And that's why we move the meat body around. It's just to get at the deeper stuff. That's what yoga asana is for. In yoga, there are practices that are just focused on the breath. And we've done some of those things together. That's pranayama. And there are practices that just focus on the mind. And that's meditation. But the bulk of it is focused on the body. And those three are connected. So if we move the body, the breath will change. The mind will change. So if we go back to the koshas, it goes physical layer, energy layer, mind layer from the outside in. And it's just the easiest to work from the outside. I mean, what's easier, painting the ceiling where there's a water stain or tearing the whole ceiling down, getting inside where the beams are and trying to find where the leak is coming from? Hint, it's painting. But which is the most effective over time? Not the painting. So that is why I want to talk about Pratyahara, the withdrawal of the five senses from the external. Pratyahara offers a connection, a through line from the outside stuff to the inside stuff. So let's get into a little bit, what is the outside stuff? Some of it is self-identity. We use the five senses to look around at everything outside of us. And more often than not, the big reason we care to look around at stuff outside is because it helps us identify ourselves, who we are in relation to all of this stuff. I look this way, I dress this way. I live in this city, in this apartment, with this couch. I work at this job. I get my news from this source, not this source. I voted this way. I'm wearing this pin, this t-shirt. If I lived in a cave and no one was there, how much of that would really matter? We spend time. Like We spend good, serious time thinking about stuff like, I don't know, throw pillows. This is why there are stories. There are stories of renunciates, right? Renunciates renunciate. They do without. They get rid of the distractions of the outside world. Whether that means they're monks or yogis in a cave or nuns in a nunnery. As a kid, I actually, there was a small, a tiny moment where I wanted to be a nun. And it's not because I was particularly religious. I think maybe in part it was because I liked structure and order, but mostly I just think it was because I wanted to be left alone and I didn't want to have to make stupid choices all the time that would be perceived as who I am. Wear this black and white thing? Cool. Go here at this time and sing this song and do this work and stand up and sit down? Great. I don't have to brush my hair or wear stockings or choose what instrument I want to play in the school band? Awesome. Right? Because we identify ourselves in relation to the outside things. And for most of us, that's kind of a full-time job. I mean, it takes a ton of energy to think about and make choices around to process what is outside, choose things that reflect what and how we identify, and then project that information back outwards. It's kind of exhausting. But let's say we don't care what we project. More or less true for some people. Some people are less focused on that stuff. If that's not an issue, then what else is the outside stuff? It's email and spam and information. It's our always-on social feed, 24-hour news cycle, tweet, crazy, poop storm, And that is a ton of the other outside stuff. And none of it, none of that stuff is who we are. So if it's not who we are, does the outside stuff matter at all? Well, I mean, that's up for debate. Some yogis would say, no, none of the outside stuff matters at all because it's all an illusion or it's an obstacle to getting to enlightenment. Others would say, 
Well, it matters because what's going on outside reflects what's going on inside. So it's an interesting way to perceive kind of the internal world of broader humanity and to give us a playground to experiment being our better selves. And it matters because there are other humans out there in the outside world. And the best way we know how to affect change in other people's inside world or in our own is through outside in action. We're talking about the bridge, Pratyahara, sense withdrawal. So sense withdrawal doesn't necessarily mean you have to go live in a cave or in a nunnery. I don't think, and this is this is my opinion, this is not the word of an ancient scripture as far as I know, but I don't think it's particularly helpful to full-time ignore the world around us. That is a choice to remove oneself from the world, collect canned food and guns and live off the grid outside of what man-made culture has to offer. And it's a fair choice. Most of us are not doing that. Most of us have a smartphone in our pocket with headphones in or a Bluetooth speaker system in our house or in our car. And so we have already chosen to be in the world. By doing that, you've made your decision. The outside stuff is important to you in some way or another. That's life. We live in it. I live in it too. I'm working on a MacBook. I have a mic. I'm no renunciate though I still don't like to brush my hair or wear stockings. Instead, we have Pratyahara, and this can be a practice, a temporary respite from the distractions of the meat body. Because what does the meat body have? Five senses, five different ways to lose your mind and be distracted. Vision, hearing, smell, taste, touch, all of them distracting. I see that thing, I want it. I hear that song, that piece of news, that dog barking, and my brain starts moving in that direction. I smell or taste food, I want to have that food. I touch velvet, I upholster my entire home in velvet. What? Those senses, as wonderful as they are, as necessary as they are to live fully in this world, to stay safe, to experience pleasure, they are a distraction from the inside world. Sometimes there are clues on the playing field. Like, oh, weird, I noticed that I can't have a glass of wine without wanting to drink the whole bottle. Hmm, fascinating. The outside can be a clue leading us inward, but more often than not, it's noise. It's like bringing in a news ticker and cable TV and a live Twitter stream and Facebook live streaming into your cave and saying, okay, go find bliss, good luck. Because let's not forget what's in the center of this Tootsie Pop. It's bliss. Remember the five koshas or layers? Meat, breath, mind, wisdom, bliss. Bliss is at the center of the Tootsie Pop. That's why all of this, any of this is worth considering. If you live in the meat body alone, then bliss is covered up by several layers of stuff. And what we feel in that body can only be a fraction of the real deal because bliss doesn't come through the outside in. I'm going to say that again just because it's really important and it's It's obvious, but we overlook it all the time. Bliss doesn't come from the outside. Imagine the hand clap emojis if that's what you're into. Bliss comes from the inside out. So a thumbs up, a heart, a like, a buzz, a tweet, a a something on LinkedIn. I don't even know what they do. They, uh, you, you give someone a thumb. I don't know what you do on LinkedIn. None of that matters for real bliss. So let's get into that Tootsie Pop. How do we get into the bliss part? Pratyahara is a bridge. Sense withdrawal. Removing the distractions of the outside world can help us go inside. Now this can take many forms. It could mean sitting in a dark room with your eyes closed and no distractions and just being, which is tough, but good. Uh, It could mean starting small, leaving your phone at home, 
going for a walk. There's still sensory input, whatever you see, hear, smell on your walk, but there isn't that sharp penetration of constant interruption and disturbance. It could mean going on a silent retreat, not speaking for 10 days, or maybe it means taking one hour a day not to speak or write emails or text. Maybe it doesn't even mean blocking out all the senses, but instead just using one or two at a time. Eat, but don't talk or read while you do it. Read or watch a movie, but don't text at the same time. What would happen if you removed your habitual distractions? I mean, apparently it's terrifying, which is why everyone's on their phone on the subway. But this is what the beginnings of meditation are. Then meditation can be sitting with your eyes closed, simply trying not to be distracted. That's it. And the mind has plenty of its own ways to distract you, but removing the input from the outside world leaves you quieter. There's less to respond to. Less news to respond to, no actions to take, no decisions to make. It's like a tiny, temporary nunnery. Pratyahara is a vacation. Before we go on, I do want to take a moment to thank you for listening to Yoga for the Revolution. Thank you for putting this in your ears and being distracted by the outside world with me today. When you are back in the outside world using all of your senses, please subscribe and tell a friend and rate the show. You can always find all episodes on yogafortherevolution.org. You can talk to me on Facebook, facebook.com slash yogafortherevolution, or follow on Twitter at y underscore f underscore t underscore r. And of course, there's also Instagram, because I like to give you information for all of your senses. Let's try something together. Wherever you are, if you're at home, great. If you're commuting, you can try this on the subway. If you're driving, don't close your eyes. Just do this some other time. You need your senses right now. But I will say this, if you are commuting, maybe turn the music off, turn the radio off. Maybe just keep your eyes on the road. When your mind drifts to your to-do list, bring it back. Is there a rhythm of the tires on the road that you can use to bring you back into the moment? If you're on the subway, look around, be still. But for everyone else, let's try this. Try this together. Just go for it. You can stop typing or texting or looking at Instagram while you're listening and just close your eyes. Start by taking a deep inhalation and a long, slow exhalation. Find a steady seat. Sits bones or feet grounded. Spine is long, so there's plenty of room for your lungs. And choose to keep your eyes closed or add something by using your hands. You could close each ear with each thumb. Place your thumbs gently on top of your ears. Then place your index and middle finger on your eyelids. Ring finger on each nostril and pinky finger gesturing toward your lips. Or you could simply use your hands to cover your face and eyes. Like a gentle peekaboo, take a few moments to deepen the breath. Find an even inhalation and exhalation. Keeping your eyes closed can help you focus on the breath. One layer in. Start bringing the focus from the outside world inside. And we'll do this for three deep breaths. Inhaling. Exhale. With every breath, letting the outside world drop away. Inhaling fully. Completely exhale.
Release your hands. Release control of the breath. Pratyahara is a vacation from the outside to the inside. Give it a try. Let me know how it goes. And until next time, keep breathing and live to fight another day. Enjoy the silence